for our meditation this morning, I'd like to read uh, two brief verses. Uh, these are opening texts. I'm going to read quite a few uh, verses from the scriptures today. This is the living word of God from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4, and then the end of the chapter. 1 Corinthians 15. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And then verse 57. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now when we say the Apostles' Creed, which we will do this morning uh, together, when we say that, in the middle... It says, the third day he rose again from the dead. We've said that many times together. And as I've said before, none of the phrases in the Apostles' Creed should be said glibly or without thinking or without some knowledge behind what we're declaring, especially this part where we are declaring that the Lord was victorious over sin and death. And our hope for eternal life is because of the reality of the resurrection and our power to live for him now is resurrection power, the power of the Holy Spirit. So if we are not thankful for the resurrection, if we are not aware of its power and hope, more often than we are, certainly not once a year, then a joyful and a fruitful Christian life will be difficult. So I'd like to read this morning uh, two groups of verses. The first one is on the power of the resurrection, three or four verses on the power of the resurrection, and the second uh, are about the hope of the resurrection. In Romans 6, For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. Brothers and sisters, praise God that because of that, death need not have dominion, or sin and death has no dominion over us. Philippians chapter 3, this is where Paul cries out, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. He longed to know the power of the resurrection in his daily life. And in 1 Corinthians 6, it says, God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Now the hope of the resurrection, which is great, In John chapter 11, uh, Jesus was talking to Martha, and Martha was uh, maybe flagging in her hope at that point. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul said, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep or died, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, Even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. These are comforting words. The resurrection gives us great hope. In 1 Peter 1, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy 
has begotten us to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We have a living hope, brothers and sisters. That means now. That means daily. We have a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. In Romans 4, it's talking about righteousness. It says, It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. We are justified because our Lord was risen. In 1 Corinthians 15, at the end of it, it says that we have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'd like to read a section from the Valley of Vision. Um, it's entitled Resurrection. And I read this a number of years ago. I've read it numbers of times since then. I read it numbers of times this week. And I'm not sure I will have... I'm not sure I will be able to express... Uh, uh, how I felt um, as I read this this past week. <clears throat> o God of my exodus, great was the joy of Israel's sons when Egypt died upon the shore, far greater the joy when the Redeemer's foe lay crushed in the dust. Jesus strides forth as the victor, conqueror of death, hell, and all opposing might. He bursts the bands of death, tramples the powers of darkness down, and lives forever. He, my gracious surety, apprehended for payment for my debt, comes forth from the prison house of the grave free and triumphant over sin, Satan, and death. Show me the proof of the, his vicarious offering is accepted, that the claims of justice are satisfied, that the devil's scepter is shivered, that his wrongful throne is leveled. Give me the assurance that in Christ I died, in him I rose, in his life I live, in his victory I triumph. In his ascension, I shall be glorified. Adorable Redeemer, thou who wast lifted up upon a cross, art ascended to highest heaven. Thou who as man of sorrows was crowned with thorns, art now as Lord of life, wreathed with glory. Once no shame more deep than thine, no agony more bitter, no death more cruel. Now, no exaltation more high, no life more glorious, no advocate more effective. Thou art in the triumph car, leading captives, thine enemies behind thee. What more could be done than thou hast done? Thy death is my life, thy resurrection my peace, thy ascension my hope, thy prayers my comfort. So, as we say the Apostles' Creed together this morning, and then come to the table of the Lord, we are declaring joyfully that we believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, as the scriptures foretold, giving his redeemed, giving us power to live for him and hope and victory in him. So brothers and sisters, let's declare what we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, 
and a life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do praise you for sending your Son. And Lord Jesus, we praise you for living among us and suffering for us, dying for us, and rising in victory over sin and Satan and death. And Father and Son, we praise you for sending the Holy Spirit to dwell in us and enable us to live in the power of the resurrection. We worship you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we thank you for this reminder of your sacrifice and this reminder of your victory over death and sin. And in the name of Jesus, the victorious King of all, we pray. Amen.